Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hey, hey, Waffle Gang, I do hope you are well. My name is Mark, and today we're checking out something a little bit different today. We haven't been here in a while, and I thought, why not? Let's be a bit cheeky, shall we? It's the r slash I don't work here lady subreddit. And if you do love a Reddit story, why not consider hitting that like, subscribe, maybe that notification bell too. And let's dive straight in to today's first story. Now, today's first story comes from Right Reality, who says, I just wanted a drill, not a police report. Alright, so a little backstory. This happened about four months ago. I'd just finished an 11 hour shift and needed to stop at Home Depot to get a new drill. I just wanted to run in, buy it, run out and get home. Of course, it wasn't that easy. I'd just gotten to the drills and was looking over the options in my price range when I hear it. Um, excuse me, where are the wax toilet rings? There are a few people in the area, so I ignore it. Assuming there's an employee nearby, it's important to add, as I work in traffic control and just got off the job site, I'm wearing high visibility pants, a a high visibility vest shirt that says company name, traffic control on the back, a radio with a shoulder mic and a traffic control technician certification card displayed on my vest. The employees here wear orange aprons and normal clothes. Hello, do you want to do your job or just stand there looking at tools? At this point, I glanced around to see what was going on. I assumed some customer was berating an employee, which happens a lot at this location, unfortunately. I was surprised, however, to see some 30-year-old guy in a white button-down shirt and tie looking at me like I'm stupid. Can I help you, I said. Still not sure of the situation, but that seemed to tick him off. Yes, you can tell me where the goddamn wax rings are he shouted. At this point, it clicked in my head what was going on. I'm sorry, sir. I started saying, I don't, and then he cuts me off saying, I don't want to hear anything but an aisle number. He yelled, interrupting me and drawing the attention of a few other shoppers. Honestly, how did you get this job being so stupid? I tried again. I don't work, and he cuts me off again. Oh my God. Why is this so hard? Where are the wax rings? Now, I don't know why, but I got an idea in my head that I thought would be amusing and at the very least might get him away from me. I pointed behind him at a random aisle where wax rings almost certainly weren't in and said, it's right there. Finally, how stupid can you fucking be? He yelled, huffing and storming off. I thought that was the end of it. I figured he'd realize they're not in the aisle and then find an actual employee to ask. Nope. He came right back and started yelling that I don't even know how to do my job and that his best friend is the district manager and he'll have my job. During his yelling, I noticed a few shoppers staring at us. I just raised my hand, pointed to the same aisle as before and said, they're right there. Look, can't you see them? How stupid can you fucking be? I retorted, taking glee and throwing the last part back at him, but he wasn't amused. He smacked my hand down and shoved me, yelling something about stupid punk teenagers. 
that was a bad idea. I'm not a skilled fighter or super strong or anything, but I know when I can take someone. This guy clearly didn't. I punched him one square in the nose, presumably breaking it, and he fell back, hitting his head on the concrete ground. Hard. He yells, someone call the police, this guy just attacked me, he yelled, as the crowd nearby grew larger and larger. I was worried. Obviously, it was in self-defense, but I kept thinking that I should have shoved him back and not punched him. I was worried that if he hit his head to the point it caused a lot of damage, I could get in trouble. A manager came over and asked what was going on. He started screaming that, this employee attacked me when I tried to ask for simple directions. Look what he did. By this point, blood is visible on the spot he hit his head, along with the blood pouring out of both nostrils. Who did? The manager said, puzzled and concerned, looking around at the actual employees who were still on their way over to the commotion. Oh my God, are you all this stupid? Him, he screamed, pointing at me. Um, he doesn't work here, sir, the manager said. The manager got on the radio for more employees, ignoring the man's insistence that I do, and tells me to follow him. He takes me to the security office and had me wait for the police. Luckily, multiple customers in the camera saw my side of the story, and since the police went to the injured person first to render aid, they also interviewed witnesses over there before coming to me. When they came in, I gave my side of the story. The police says it contradicts his version of events, but that it matches the witness statements. They said the guy was yelling and he wanted me arrested and locked up. That's when the manager pulled up the footage, which showed him hit my hand down and shoved me. And I only hit him after that and one time. Also in my favor, I was facing him with the drill shelf behind me when he shoved me so I was somewhat cornered. They then asked if I wanted to press charges. And since he wanted to get me arrested, I decided, hell yeah, lock his ass up. They arrested him and a few months later, I found out he pled guilty and avoided jail time. But now he has an assault charge on his record. I honestly wouldn't have pressed charges if it wasn't for the fact that he wanted to press charges against me. I hope he learned his lesson and doesn't treat anyone that way again, even if they're a Home Depot employee. And I honestly thought as it was getting to the end there, you know, they asked if I wanted to press charges that he wasn't going to do it and he was going to drop it and I was going to have to go, always press charges. And I'm certainly someone who doesn't think violence is the answer in situations, but you know, this person did lay their hands on OP first, whack their hand down, shove them backwards with the whole entitled attitude to go with it. But it was just sort of more concerning for, for like from OP's point of view, you know, I've heard horror stories of people, you know, hitting in self-defense and then the person falling back, whacking their head, you know, and devastating things happening. It literally happened at the pub across the road from me, actually, a couple of years back. But I, I, I forget how much I do enjoy reading I Don't Work Here Lady stories because some of you guys are probably new here and a lot of the old school folks in this channel probably know a lot about my job background, but a lot of new people may not know about it. And I used to work in this, this real strange job all my jobs have been pretty strange, but this real strange job in market research where I would have to go from supermarket to supermarket and match up batch codes on food and get the same type for clients who wanted to compare their food to other competitors and we had to go around from supermarket to supermarket to get these foods and I've got loads and loads of I don't work here lady stories. I might tell one a bit later in this video. But what do you guys make of our first story? Let me know your thoughts in the comments below and what would you have done in that situation? Let me know your thoughts in the comments below and let's move on to another story. <laughs> 
And our next story comes from Jack D. Sanchez, who says, I called roadside assistance today. Note that I am a physically capable adult male, mildly relevant. I blew out a tire while driving this afternoon, pulled off the busy road to a side street to assess the damage and start work on replacing the flat with the spare from the trunk. It turned out that the lug wrench provided in this particular car was absolutely tiny and thus provided very little leverage. Try as I might, I only managed to loosen one of the five lug nuts holding the tire on. No problem, I thought, as I have roadside assistance coverage on my auto insurance. A short call later, my insurance has dispatched a local service provider and I received a text stating that Daryl from the local provider will be arriving at my location by 2.34 p.m. That's less than a half an hour wait, so I'm pretty happy. At 2.33 p.m., a van approaches. The driver waves at me and pulls over. Driver immediately hops out with a toolkit in hand. We exchange brief pleasantries and I explain my problem. Driver smiles and tells me the same thing happened to him last month and says not to worry about it. He takes out a proper wrench. I hand him the jack and spare and, and he has my car back in operation in about six minutes flat. It was at this point when the conversation got a bit muddled. I asked him if he needed anything from me, like a signature, to ensure he gets paid. He responded that no money is necessary. I tried to clarify my question and explain that I have roadside assistance on my policy and that my insurer got him dispatched to me and that I think they will pay his employer for the service call. His response? Oh, no one dispatched me. I was just driving by and thought you could use some help. I said, so you're not Daryl? Nope, Brian. (laughs) I can't believe that I handed this guy my jack and just watched him crank up my car while lying on the frozen pavement. I don't even remember how many times I apologized. Guy wouldn't even let me hand him some cash. He just left in full cheer and told me to pay it forward. Aftermath, I waited another 10 minutes for Daryl, but gave up and left after finding his employer's phone number and canceling the help request. My insurer had been sending me automated texts all day along the lines of, has your service provider arrived yet? Reply Y if yes, N if no. Has your service been completed yet? And how likely are you to recommend this service from 1 to 10? I can't figure out how to respond in such a way that no one gets in trouble or over slash underpaid. Anyway, thanks, Brian. Thank you indeed, Brian. What an absolutely lovely story. And my brother is very much like Brian as well. He's, he used to be like a, a truck tire fitter by trade, but he's more of an engineer these days. And whenever he used to see anyone in trouble because he obviously he's got the van he's got all the tools and all that sort of stuff and he does it for a living he would automatically stop over and try to help people out and my brother's like he's almost like a, an f1 pit crew when it comes to changing wheels he can change them in in like super quickly anyway he's got and it's just insane to watch someone do that so quickly but yeah absolutely amazing well done brian if you ever do hear this story i'm not sure if you will but It'd be nice to know if you did. And let's move on to another story. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. 
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. And our next story comes from Omatoa, I hope I pronounced that right, who says, I'm not your DoorDash driver and quit trying to take my food. This happened last week. I'm visiting Austin, Texas and staying in a nice hotel. I'm brown and I'm an IT executive. I ordered takeout from a local barbecue place and was going back to my hotel with my food and a large paper bag with the name of the restaurant written in large letters on the side. There was a group of people outside the hotel and as I approach the hotel entrance, this woman rushes over and grabs my bag of food. I yank it back. She goes, I've been waiting for this. It just hits me that she thinks I'm a food delivery driver here with her food. I politely tell her I'm not her delivery driver. With a confused look on her face, she goes, are you sure? You look like one. At this point, I just want her to let go of my bag and a few of her guy friends come over and tell me to stop giving her a hard time and to hand over the food. So I spell it out for them. I am not your food delivery driver. This is my food. I'm a guest at this hotel. I yank the bag away from her as I enter the hotel. I see her pulling out her phone and saying, I'm calling delivery service and telling them what an asshole you are. And I want my money back. Go right ahead, lady. Go right ahead. Edit. I'm overwhelmed by all the positive feedback. You all rock and represent what I've come to love about my country. In hindsight, I was actually not upset over the whole thing, but simply amused by it. Sometimes you just have to laugh your way through an uncomfortable situation. I never understand why these people get so angry over it as well. Sure, you make a mistake and you know, you see someone come with food and you make a mistake of saying, it's it may be the delivery driver and you you try to get the food and they say oh no sorry i'm a guest at the hotel and you go oh (laughs) i'm really really sorry i didn't mean to do that but no they continue down this absolutely entitled fool route and like i say in many stories we read what the bloody hell goes through their head holy moly so now i'm going to take you through one of my little stories and as i said many many moons ago I used to work for a market research company. I told you it was a really weird job. And basically what happens at this market research company, I'll put timestamps in the description if you do wanna listen to me ramble on, you know what I'm like. It was basically companies, for example, but I'm not committing that I did work with these companies or not. It was companies like Cadbury's and Kraft and InBev, Coors at various alcohol companies just basically a whole bunch of food companies and some other stuff as well and what these companies like to do is they like to test products from a to b so they want to test against their competitors or they want to test against their old bar say they've changed their recipe a little bit a common thing to do from a lot of these companies was like to reduce the amount of sugar or reduce the amount of one of the ingredients in their products and they want to see if people could notice the difference but in a lot of cases they wanted to know the difference between their product and the competitor product that's very similar so they would send us you know a whole bunch of their product to test and then i would have to go and find the competitor product and it'd have to be the same batch code and what the same batch code meant was that you know it was all created on the same day so there's no difference in in the amount of ingredients used etc etc 
because there's always a tolerance in what goes into each batch really. All very boring stuff I know. So I'd have to go out to various supermarkets and let's, let's, let's say a chocolate bar. I'd have to find a chocolate bar in the supermarket and look on the back, see what batch code it was. And then I'd have to find, you know, 200, 400 of these chocolate bars all with the same batch code. So you have to find them from lots of different shops because no shop is stocking 400 chocolate bars of one batch code. It just doesn't happen. So you go all over the place, up and down the country, trying to find these, the same batch code. So I've come out of supermarkets once with 2000 tins of baked beans. I've, I had 200 tubs of butter once, 400 tubs of jelly. And you can imagine the looks you get from people when you do this. And I'm often walking up and down the aisles with like a, a clipboard and people think a lot of the time that I work there for some weird reason. And this one time we was doing a project on fish fingers and I was trying to find the amount of fish fingers that I had. I had a trolley load of these things and some woman thought that I was, you know, destocking the shelf for some reason, maybe they'd gone off or whatever, and was following me around and was saying, what's wrong with them? What's wrong with these fish fingers? They're my son's favorite. Why are you taking them off the shelves? To which I explained, I'm a customer. I'm just buying them for myself for a business purpose. And she was not having it. She was like, no, there's got to be another reason you're taking that many off the shelves. You're taking them out to the back for some reason. What's wrong with them? Like, like I was trying to poison her child or something. Like they, there was a product recall. And there are times, there's been a time when I bought like um, a whole load of shampoos once where people feel the need to call the manager on me. Like he's the one who's done it. Like what have I done? I'm buying products here. So I thought I was alone for a bit and I'm just walking around, picking up a couple other things while I'm there. So you have to uh, various other equipment for these projects as well. And suddenly she comes marching round the corner, you know, shoulders up like a proper march. Like, here I come, here I come, I'm gonna fuck your day up. With a manager sort of like in really weird next to him. He doesn't look, he looks like he doesn't know what the hell is going on and I can't blame him either. So she comes walking up, puts a hand on the front of the trolley and just stands there where the manager stood there as well. And she goes, can you tell me what is going on with these fish fingers? Because he won't tell me. And so the manager looks at me, I look at him and he's, the manager says to me, what, can you tell me what's going on with the fish fingers? I was like, well, I'm hoping to buy them if possible. To which she pipes up, well, why's he got so many? At which point I was like, well, to the woman, that's none of your business. I'll explain to this guy if he wants to hear it, but I'm not talking to you right now. And she was huffing. She was puffing. She didn't blow my house down. But the manager calmly just said, you know, I think there's been a bit of a mix up here. This guy doesn't work for us at all. And she literally just stormed off. And I didn't see her again after that. And I was walking with the manager and he was saying, what are they for? And I, I told him the situation. Sometimes you have to be a bit shady with the way you explain these things because they don't like you taking X amount of product. I mean, just in case someone else wants a box of fish fingers. <laughs> but I was honest with this guy and I said, look, it, it's for a project. We do market research. We need to buy them from shelf to shelf. I'm, I'm doing it all over the place right now. And this guy was really cool. He said, well, let me go out and look out back, see if we've got any more for you. And I was like, oh, yes. Usually it's such a pain in the ass to get someone to do that. He didn't have any more. So that was kind of the end of our interaction. But hey, oh shit, I just realized I waffled on about absolutely nothing for a while. I'm extremely sorry, guys. I'm extremely sorry. I'll move on to another story now. <laughs> and our next story comes from Whip Solo, who says, Karen demands I move two cars impounded by the police and meet Mr. Sparky. This story is from roughly 2013. 
I was an adjuster for Lizard Insurance and would go to many tow lots after car accidents and decide if a car was a total loss or send it to a body shop, as well as do the initial write-up of the estimate on repair costs. The tow lot I was at this day also worked with the state police and housed their overflow storage for anything deemed evidence and on hold from release. These vehicles were kept behind a locked gate inside the already fenced, gated tow yard. I was there to do an appraisal on two vehicles that had been involved in a minor accident. However, both were left unable to drive from the scene due to either multiple flats, lights knocked out, or windows busted. I finished the first vehicle and I've started taking photos of the second vehicle. I had headphones in and, and I'm listening to the album Cavalcade by the Flatliners. Seriously, check them out. Anywho, I see a woman, I'd guess around 50, walk up to the police evidence lot and the gate swung open out of the corner of my eye. Not paying much attention as the vehicles I was working with were on the same side of the lot, but about 50 meters down from the evidence lot, as my back is turned to this woman, I will here on refer to as Karen, I take the last couple of photos I need. The last being a photograph of the VIN of the vehicle, which is located where the windshield meets the hood, almost on the dash through the windscreen. Hope this makes sense. Karen out of literally nowhere grabs both cables to my headphones from behind and rips them out of my ears. Karen says, excuse me, why are there two cars in front of mine so I cannot get out? This lot would stack cars in four or five deep, side by side, and move them round with a small truck to release them. I say, please don't touch me, and I don't think you should be in here, and I don't what, and she cuts me off saying, you shouldn't be listening to music on the job anyway, or slacking off taking pictures of other people's belongings. You're probably back here stealing. I attempt to point out the Lizard Insurance logo on my blue jacket, but Karen continues on. Are you going to do your job or do I need to call the police because you're refusing to give me my property? I say, have you went into the office at ABC Towing? She says, no, I saw you here and you need to move these cars so I can get mine and leave. As Karen opens the doors and gets into the first car and the ones blocking hers, I say, hey, 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 no, you can't go in there. That is police evidence. I use my cell phone to call ABC Towing and inform them. Karen says, if you won't move these cars, then I will. Where are the fucking keys? I say in the office with the employees. At this time, the manager comes running out with one of those weird smartphone slash Nextel style phones in his hand. M, ABC's manager says, hey lady, get the hell out of there. Those cars are property of the state police. M frantically uses Nextel to talk to someone. M sees the chain used to keep the lot has been cut with bolt cutters, y'all. Karen was carrying a pair of bolt cutters and had thrown them into her car when she was back at it. M and Karen argue back and forth. I intently listen and half pay attention as I finished my duties for work. About eight to 10 minutes pass and seven police cars come flying back into the lot. M greets the police and explains what's going on, but not after Karen attempts to scream at the police that I had stolen her car. P, the police, tell Karen to stand over in the direction he points, sending one officer to wait with her. Turns out the lieutenant was on scene who was in charge of the county's police tow licenses. After getting M's story, lieutenant comes to me and takes mine. While I'm informing him of what happened, Karen overhears and starts yelling and attempting to approach me. The officer standing with her grabbed her by her arm. Karen yanked that arm out of the female officer's hand and shoved her, surprisingly knocking the officer down. Karen is screaming incoherently as she charges towards me. The lieutenant steps in front of me and with his taser hits Karen with the most beautiful sound in the world. 
Karen goes limp and face plants in the dirt slash light gravel of the lot and skids lightly. They immediately handcuff her. Turns out Karen had walked onto the lot carrying the bolt cutters while I was in the office talking with the staff about the two cars I needed to adjust. She had been roaming the lot until she saw me and I happened to be near her car. Karen was charged with burglary, two counts of tampering with evidence, assault on a police officer, assault on me, trespassing and resisting arrest. I know Karen did jail time, but I'm not sure how much. Years later, the tow company I now own impounded her car for being double parked. She remembered who I was and quietly paid. And you know, usually we cover a lot of relationship stories. So whenever we come back to the like, I don't work here lady subreddits, entitled people, entitled parents, there's always some crazy level shit going on. (laughs) But what do you guys make of this one? Let me know your thoughts in the comments below. And just a huge thank you for spending your time with me today. I hope you did enjoy something a little bit different. It's not something we cover all the time, but I think every once in a while it makes a nice change, right? Let me know your thoughts and hopefully I will see you in the next one. Take care, guys. Much love. Wake up, get up, stretch my legs, eat some breakfast, milk and eggs, brush my teeth up, wash my face, throw my clothes on, start my I can smell the smoke from the bacon Let's go See the sun shining from the windows Okay I know that's a damn Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby It's me, Kiki Palmer Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi Mm. Hello? Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started.